0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Brown Petri Dish. Today on the podcast, we have just us. (laughs) Oh, that was weird. You guys like that? That was weird. That was strange. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. Um, just had a habit, maybe. Maybe just had a habit. Uh, yeah, it's just me and Brandon today, and uh, we talk about a lot. There's a lot of politics and shit. uh, A lot of not. All politics, mostly politics. There's a lot of stuff that went on in the past couple of weeks, and it's been like almost three weeks since we recorded one. So we had a lot that uh, we wanted to discuss. And uh, we got to, we talked about the Democrat uh, reconciliation bill. We talked about Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate getting raided. Uh, we talked about Alex Jones. We talked about Victor Orban speaking at CPAC. Um, And we talked about Pete Davidson and uh, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, that was what we ended with, because we had to do something that wasn't political. And it's kind of big news, you know. So uh, we did that. And uh, then we ended on a comic that I've become a real big fan of lately. um, After seeing her at Hilarity's two weeks in a row, Uh, we ended on a clip of Jordan Jensen. It's uh, from her Don't Tell Comedy on YouTube. So uh, check that out and uh, check her out. She's a great comedian. Uh, make sure you go to the roast battle this Saturday, 9 pm. Daniel Meyer. I'm scared guys. I am he's done some fucked up shit. He like uh, I think he bought flowers for Kevin Bain's wife or something. He brought Dan Hanneman's dead dad. I don't know what he's going to do for me, but uh, I know I think I'm going to beat him. I think I'm going to beat him. I have good jokes. I just don't know what kind of weird shit he's going to do at the beginning, and it kind of uh, worries me a little bit. That dude can get real weird. I've seen it. He can get real weird. He got real weird on this podcast. And, uh, I think most of you have listened to it, because that was one of our most listened to episodes. So, uh, I hope you enjoy this, and if you don't, I, uh, I'm sorry. So, uh, I'm in a weird mood today, guys. I haven't smoked weed in three weeks, I'm in a weird mood. I think I might go to a comedy show, but I have taught the to Spectrum. They're pissing me off. They're fucking me around, and then they're telling me that they don't have any, like, they don't have enough phone lines to put people on hold. So, like, we can't even put you on hold right now, dude. Call back later. Fucking piece of shit. Have a good week, everybody. <laughs>
1: I don't even want to see you until
0: I get my laptop back. <laughs> I agree. What's
1: going on, man? Dude, having a pretty good day. It's uh yeah. not too bad. I got off work and picked up some margarita stuff and started Making different weird kinds of margaritas right after I got off work.
0: Nice. My, uh, my day has been shit. Well, it was good. It was good until about an hour and a half ago when I uh, decided to call Spectrum because I was tired of not being able to see the Guardians game. So I uh, asked them what I could do, and the lady suggested that I switch to the Choice 15 package since I don't watch that many streaming channels anyways. So I was like, okay, well, how much is that gonna cost, like in comparison to what I'm paying now? And she was like, well, it looks like your uh, choice fifteen package is gonna be twenty nine ninety nine a month, and your internet is gonna be forty nine ninety nine a month. It's like it'll be like ninety five dollars something like that, and I'm with taxes. And I'm like, all right, well, that's like fucking fifteen dollars cheaper than what I'm paying right now because I'm paying like one eleven. Yeah. month right now um and uh so i'm like all right yeah let's go ahead and do it so i pick my channels and everything we get to the end and she's like and she's like so uh before we go ahead and finalize this she's like I, I let you know everything that's in the package and she's going through it and then she's like so your monthly bill will be uh one sixty five seventy nine and i was like what the fuck like literally yeah. out loud i was just like what the fuck are you talking about
1: and she yeah was, a second ago it was uh 90 a month now all of a sudden yeah. where, where is this other shit coming yeah. from i noticed she didn't itemize it
0: yeah and she was like well sir you had a bundle before and uh to get this deal in for you i had to i had to uh unbundle it and i'm like well can you bundle it the fuck back up please like yeah. what what
1: if what you are had you had talking started about with that, we would have had a whole different conversation it's yeah kinda weird that you Waited till now to tell me.
0: Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, well, uh, doesn't seem kind of weird that I'm paying $50 more a month for less channels. Like what, what is, what is that? Why, why would I do that? And she's like, yeah, but now you're getting the channels that you want. And I was like, well, I have most of the ones that I wanted before. Like, I don't know what, <laughs> what this is. I just wanted one more channel and it's going to cost me $50. fucking dollars. And she was like, well, sir, it's not going to cost you anything for the first month. Cause you don't have, you had 30 days free. Uh, you don't have to pay a bill until September. And I was like, yeah, but that's not going to make up for the $50 extra a month I'm paying for, like, ever. And, yeah, screw that. And uh, she just, dude, kept saying, like, well, and I, I bumped your internet speed up. I'm like, I didn't ask you to bump my internet speed, it speed up. It was fine
1: before. <laughs> yeah, I'm dude, probably not even going to notice it's, I was it's that gonna, much faster.
0: I've never, like, I've never cussed somebody out on the phone like that I was just like this is fucking ridiculous and she was like what? well because
1: they're desperate because nobody buys that shit anymore Yeah, you dad. know like
0: all I, I wanted that
1: sports packages are expensive regardless but no one wants cable no yeah. one wants to watch that stuff at all anymore
0: yeah and then she went back and she was like well because you're not bundled the internet is seventy nine ninety five a month and I'm, I'm like got a, I
1: got a bundle you can look at all Jesus right. Christ like, you know well,
0: yeah that was the other thing too I was like well if if I'm not bundled in the internet seventy nine ninety five a month and my choice 15 package is twenty nine ninety nine a month how is my bill 165 a month like how does that I make didn't any buy it for two houses sense? yeah dude <laughs> i'm just like i'm just like you know what just go ahead and put it through and i'll call back and i'll talk to somebody else how about that and and put the, it
1: through why would you do that i would have been like no just put it back the way it was i did leave it alone
0: and so then i go back downstairs and i fucking turn on my streaming app and it's not working at all and i'm like this is fucking ready so i have she, to call him back after i get after we get oh done my with this. god yeah dude. yeah dude that's
1: see i can't do it man anymore Ugh. with these companies and their cable channels and all that shit i will stick with internet and for the rest of my life, if I have to go through YouTube to watch Guardians games, yeah, I will gladly do that. That is
0: <laughs> almost easier. Yeah, I was, dude. I was so fucking pissed. Um. <laughs> they, they,
1: it's just nonsense. And yeah. then, like out of nowhere, um, one month will come along and they'll be like, "Now nah, your bills thirty dollars higher because we just felt like it today." Yeah, and you deal with shit like that. Can't stand yeah. it. Absolutely can't stand it.
0: Yeah, dude. And I had this great weekend. I had a pretty good first couple days of the week. Like you um, got to
1: pay the toll, dude. Yeah, can't, dude. you can't have go- only good things. That's not going to work.
0: Yeah, dude. Uh, it was funny because uh, Sunday, um, Sunday went a lot better with like the hosting duties. Like because I was more relaxed.
1: Yeah, and, you got a rhythm. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, dude. It's just like. The first weekend at hilarities is, is like, enough by itself, but it's it's also the fact that, like, I was brought in by a headliner, so it feels a little bit more audition-y, you know, than it, like, it's, I I don't know.
1: Yeah, because, oh, yeah, because you got got brought onto the team because the other guy was already booked, and he gets to say so, and so you got to prove it harder. This isn't Sam giving you the green light. That's how the headliner.
0: That's how I felt. But by the end of the weekend I think I think uh Sam was pretty pleased with me. But um you never know, but it was just it was just uh Sunday I told myself, like, dude, just fucking relax. I fucking listen instead of like being in my own thoughts walking to the club, I listened to music on my headphones and that seemed to help out a lot. Yeah, Um, because you've it
1: before like it's not it's not you're not a, a. this isn't like a new thing you're doing it's a new place you're doing it at yeah
0: yeah, yeah. I, and not even that it's it's just like i've done i've done sets of hilarities before it's just the fucking exactly it's just like the the pressure that i put on myself and it's fucking dumb um and, and I, that's
1: what's gonna shoot you in the foot harder than yeah. anything else.
0: And I did well Saturday other than forgetting a guest set. Like it was <laughs> it
1: was just Even though
0: that's really funny. It's, yeah. It's yeah. actually hilarious. Yeah.
1: <laughs> in Dude. hindsight. In hindsight now that you know, now that it didn't cause catastrophe.
0: Yeah. Dude, and, and it was because and I, I talked to Brian about it today and I'm like, it it was because I was so in my head about like not forgetting any any of the announcements or anything and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so in my head about that shit that I just fucking blanked and, and and went to, like, the exact same thing I did on the first show, you know? and It was just... it's uh, the
1: scariest shit. That's... Yeah. When your mind goes blank like that, man, I don't know. It's like slipping off a cliff and you're just reaching, yeah, hoping dude. to find the edge.
0: Yeah, dude. It's, it's rough. Terrifying. Uh, but yeah, Sunday went pretty smooth. Uh, Bruton did a guest set, and uh, like, I was told by everybody that I did a good job, so I was happy with the weekend, and, uh, uh, yeah, and then, uh, Ray DeVito came out and hung out with me and Fultron for a little bit afterwards, so it was a good time, and, uh, oh, another thing I found is that when you have headphones on and you're walking downtown, the, uh, unhoused people bother you a little bit less, like, they're... They I don't. thought
1: you were gonna reverse that for a second. <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna say they bother
0: you more. No, <laughs> dude, they don't approach you at all. It's it's that's kind of nice. Yeah, it is kind of nice because every time I walk from the parking deck to hilarities, I get asked for money or cigarettes by like every fucking person I see walking down the street.
1: I was just gonna ask about that too. You weren't. You didn't uh, spark up a cigarette on the way, did you? Because that that had got their attention regardless. Yeah. I assume
0: I did actually, but Holy I'm telling you, shit. they see you have headphones on and know you're not going to hear them, so they don't even bother. Like so it's, they're like
1: polite enough to not interrupt
0: the song. Yeah, they're like, not going to like touch you. But,
1: but like if if you have cigarettes and you didn't have headphones, <laughs> in, that's that's fair <laughs> oh, game. Yeah, apparently. oh yeah, that's they, on the field.
0: Yeah, they would have asked me immediately. Um. <laughs> God damn. But uh, but yeah, it was a fun weekend. And then uh, last night I did basically nothing. Um, and today I planned on doing a bunch of clips and shit. And all I ended up doing was uh, finishing editing up my new submission tape and uh, submitting the Cleveland Comedy Festival. So I got that. Did you done, get a tape at, at uh, hilarities? No, they the the uh, crowds were like, it was like only like the bottom half was full. Oh. So like okay. the, the sound on my videos wasn't great. Um so like I haven't checked the sound of my audio recorder yet. So I might do that and see if I can come up with something. But also you the you video also the video wasn't great because um when you're hosting, like you're going up first, so like I had nothing I had no way of like adjusting the light and shit on the camera to, you know, cuz usually when it usually I'm not hosting and so I'll adjust the light with whoever's up there. Yeah. And it and it makes it look better. Well, I didn't get the lighting right on any of the videos that I shot. So they're <laughs> all they're all kind of blurry and look like they're in like standard definition or something. Um but yeah, dude, it was it was fun. And um, for the roast battle, Ford did the roast battle this weekend. Ed.
1: Same, so. dude. I, uh, I found out they are changing the rules after my last battle, oh. which kind of made me feel good. I was like, wow, that was that ridiculous enough of a loss that you guys are officially changing the rules of yeah. the roast battles. But now it's going to be, if it goes into sudden death, it goes to the judges' decisions, being the people hosting it get to make the call
0: yeah that's that i I mean that's that makes me feel better that's it's smarter i think i mean it's it's uh you don't want like something like that that uh kind of means something in the scene for to be decided by somebody bringing more friends than somebody else like it you know yeah yeah trust me not a fan but i might think about I might think about wearing a mask on Saturday, dude. Yeah, because it's going to be all
1: over the place. It
0: has been, and it is going to be packed because you're going to have all the festival people there, too. Yep. That aren't on shows, anyway. 1000%. I wouldn't yeah. blame
1: you one bit, man.
0: Yeah, dude. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I think I'm still immune, but <laughs> you never know. Same. I haven't got
1: COVID yet. <laughs> And this job pays when I have COVID. And uh, I even looked into it to see about the booster. I didn't know what the, the last booster, or the second booster. Yeah, I, I don't guess. know
0: if we're allowed to get the second booster yet.
1: No, I looked into it. It was like rec- It was for people 50 and above or something like that. And uh, I was willing to take it just because I get a half day off for it. And I was all for injecting whatever the hell they want Yeah, for me to get a half day. But yeah. guess not.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did feel weird not going to barmacy this week, and uh, and and Bob McClure didn't go to Barmercy this week either because he went to hilarities. So
1: <laughs> that was. I haven't gone to like anywhere, man. <laughs> I've been such a fucking hermit these last couple weeks. Yeah, all I've been focusing on is just editing videos, trying to record some new podcast theme song music, and like that's yeah. pretty much it. That and like getting my like demo and bio and all that shit together bill moranki has got me on the quest of fixing up all my shit and trying to get into places we got booked for the the giaga show or whatever the giaga theater yeah that's cool that'll be sweet yeah at first for for like a little bit there after that first few days of like not doing stand-up man i was just like shit do i even have it in me anymore but that's when <laughs> i did the uh that's when i did that uh cork and cap show in warren uh that Shane Herman runs and it was an amazing room and i had a really good set there so i felt good i was like sweet okay i can take a couple days off it's not going to kill me
0: yeah dude you you could take you could take weeks off if you needed to um
1: we did covid time together man we right. we're fine
0: yeah it's uh i don't know i i've gotten to the point where i don't feel like i need to go up four or five times a week like basically when i have new shit i'll go out to the mics and that's that's, that's where i've been <laughs>
1: but and i, I have, only had a couple new jokes that have been working real well that i just wrote so i'm like i think these are fine i'll be cool
0: yeah and i haven't and i haven't smoked in three weeks so i've kind of been having cigarettes or no weed and i've oh. been kind of having a little bit of a writing block so <laughs> it's uh hopefully i get out of that soon i mean i've written jokes when i was sober before so <laughs> i don't i don't know <laughs> Just I happened. like how you
1: had to analyze it like it's 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 been done it's happened before. Yeah, it's, I can I can make this happen again
0: it's happened before I think it's just uh, I don't know like I'm it's weird whenever you whenever you get used to uh, a certain way of doing things and then you go back to the old way and it's like man I don't remember how to do this <laughs> honestly yeah like,
1: I'm kind of with you, man. It's a lot easier to write in that mind state, right? yeah. especially with uh, sativas. I think sativas are really helpful for that.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, and I'm still, and I'm still good at like riffing and shit. But it's just like, it's just like fucking actually thinking, sitting down and thinking, writing down a joke or or jokes coming to me at work. Like they don't come to me as much as they used to. You know, like it's I don't mine know.
1: come through a lot of interaction. Like a lot of my jokes, yeah it'll be somebody like starting off saying something and uh, then they'll disappoint me with what the rest of they say is. And I'm like, damn, it'd be a lot funnier if you said this. And then I use that as a joke.
0: Yeah. A lot of times. I mean, I might end up writing a joke about this fucking interaction with spectrum. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> like I would, it is fucking. It is so fucking frustrating, dude. There's the so many directions that, you can take it. And the fact that I actually said, the fact that I actually said to her, "Well, can't you bundle with the fuck back up?" Like that was, <laughs> like that's a good fucking line. <laughs> I just Unbundled. said it out of, I just said it out of anger. Like I'm like, can you bundle with the fuck back up? Then, like, what's it's going not on? like
1: disassemble from uh, from short circuit. Like this is not a permanent thing. We yeah, can rebundle.
0: Dude that's how she was acting like it was fucking like it can't be undone i'm like what the fuck like this is bullshit i'm sorry i
1: just and i she, didn't know i didn't know that we were we were bundling it back up if i'd have known it's it a permanent thing
0: and then i knew i had her pissed off because i i fucking i hit her with the line of uh because she kept telling me well you can try it out for 30 days and you don't have to pay anything and i'm like and I n- knew I had her fucked up because I was like, "Well, maybe I'll just use that thirty days to work out a deal with AT and T." And she was, <laughs> and she was like, and she did not like try to come at me with a better deal or anything. She was just like, "Well, you can do that, sir, but you're going to pay more with AT and T." And I'm like, "Okay, we'll That's see."
1: Awfully debatable. Yeah. If I show them the price you guys are charging, I somehow doubt they're going to hit me with anything more than that.
0: Mm-hmm. only thing that sucks is is you gotta have them come out and like run new lines and shit like yeah i wish i could get the fucking internet that you have but it's not available here um wow yeah
1: that's well it's breeze line now but
0: yeah they've been
1: great man because they haven't called me at all like they took over for a while haven't said a word yeah everything's been the same like this is the greatest cable company ever has been once they just leave me the fuck alone.
0: Yeah, once Kaga Falls finishes with this project that they're doing, I'll be able to get Verizon home internet. Um
1: I'm thinking about switching to that. Verizon's yeah. been pretty good to me so far and Yeah, dude. We'll we'll see. We'll I realized see the other day.
0: Is. I realized the other day I've literally been with Verizon for 20 years.
1: Holy shit. Yeah. You're not pulling like strings on that?
0: Yeah, dude. I cuz I got my uh I got my first phone. Like I had a I had a phone when I was 14 and 15, but it was, like, it was like on my mom's plan or whatever. And when I turned 16, I got my own phone with Verizon, and I've been with them ever since. So it's been, like, fucking 20 years. What was your first phone like? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, I think it was a fucking... Uh, I think it was a uh, Kyocera, and it was... Uh, it was... Uh, was it a flip phone? I think it was a flip phone and that's hilarious
1: because my first phone was not a flip phone (laughs) like the fact that your first phone was nicer than my first phone shows that i'm really poor
0: yeah well i had one that whenever i first started carrying a cell phone i had my mom's phone uh when i was like a freshman in high school i carried my mom's phone to like basketball games and football games and shit and it was like one of the ones that like looks like a house phone now you know, like, yeah. it, like, just just like the fucking, just like the brick with the fucking thick antenna sticking up. Like, it yeah. just it looked like a house phone now. Um, but, yeah, I think my first actual phone was a flip phone. And then I had the Razor, the Motorola Razor for a minute. You were
1: one of the cool kids because you had the Razor. <laughs> Everybody wanted the Razor until you dropped one. Then yeah, Nobody dude. wanted dude, the Razor.
0: We thought it was so sweet because it had that V-Cast video. Where you could pay like you could pay like a dollar ninety nine to watch like one ESPN highlight or something. And it was it was so fucking dumb, dude. I spent so much money on that phone. And you used to have to uh I remember the phone I had in high school. It wasn't a it wasn't the Razor, it was the one before that. It was an LG, I think, but it was uh you had to like you had to like create your own ringtones like by pushing the button patterns. And that's
1: shit. really annoying
0: so the, but they had like things you could look up on the internet that like were like that were like codes to put in to get like certain whatever ringtone you wanted and i remember mine was wanksta by 50 cent <laughs> and it, all it was, was it was just the di- it was just the ringtones it was it was like do 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 like it was fucking
1: that's almost more funny like I almost like that more
0: it was so weird that's how all fucking music ringtones were whenever i was like a sophomore junior in high school and then that's hilarious
1: like i don't know man we always did the just hold it up to a computer speaker and as long as you played it in like the high quality format you almost couldn't tell you just recorded that shit straight off of like a youtube video.
0: Yeah, but back then they didn't have that though. Like like uh my senior year was the first time that they had where you could buy ringtones that were the actual songs. They weren't like the they weren't like the ring sounding like the song. It was the actual song. And we thought Was that, that was- when they had
1: like the commercials for them and shit like that where they'd be like text this number and and you'll get yeah, crazy frog yeah, or yeah, some yeah. fucking
0: nonsense. Yeah. And
1: while you're at it get Bugs Bunny rolling smoking dice. As yeah. your background,
0: yeah, and we thought that dumb like, nonsensical we, shit. We like thought that. that was like the coolest shit in the world, dude. Like, yeah, we were like
1: Bugs Bunny's got <laughs> money. That's awesome. We all love that for some reason.
0: It's so crazy to me that, like, I remember, I remember when I had that razor and you could watch videos on it, and we were so amazed by it and we're like there's no way that this could get any better than this like this
1: dollar <laughs> 99 a video that's it
0: <laughs> yeah dude like oh. you couldn't check email on it or nothing like it was just you like put
1: porn on this thing we're emptying yeah. my bank account that's gonna be nuts
0: i remember probably my my favorite phone i had because it was like the one that everybody wanted was when i worked at brewbaker's i had the blackberry storm it was like the fucking the BlackBerry with the full touch screen.
1: Oh, was that like the first one to do that? Yeah. When I think BlackBerry, that's what I think of is like the little handheld thing with the really tiny little buttons.
0: Yeah. It was called the BlackBerry Storm and the whole I might still have it somewhere, but the whole screen, the whole screen was a touch screen that like actually it actually went in when you when you typed. So like it felt like you were actually hitting keys.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: So yeah, like that for was, back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. Like that was pretty state of the art. That was the first time that was the first time you could actually like watch YouTube on your phone and shit was was with those.
1: Dude, I kinda get frustrated watching Daniel Myers with his his little flip phone where I'm like, dude, you to have like an LG juke or something nonsense like that. You remember that where like it, yeah. it spun like a windmill and the the buttons were so tiny that you couldn't even really like type in a number.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, it was just insane. Even like the old guys that I work with that had flip phones forever that we used to make fun of all the time have smartphones now. <laughs> it's like yeah, like I didn't because well, they f- can talk to them.
1: Like I-, I noticed all the old people that I see with smartphones just tell it what to do and then get really mad at it when it like doesn't pick up what they're saying.
0: Yeah, dude, that's my least favorite thing. Like when somebody's like. When somebody's like, "I'm sorry, sorry," talk talk to type sucks. I'm like, "Why are you using talk to type? Like, that's you know, like
1: piss off all the other people at Lowe's, probably." <laughs> yeah,
0: dude. Like, I don't know. I I hate that shit more than anything, dude. People people like talking on their cell phones on speakerphone in the fucking store.
1: Oh yeah, like I got this coworker who's uh, he's from Wales originally, and he's really old, and he's he's definitely got old man habits like that, but. Uh, when I was telling him about that medieval fair that I went to with me, Haley and Jimmy went and uh, he he was like, Oh, I know this, this piratey band you'd probably like. And I was like, I didn't say I like pirate music. I just went to a medieval fair. That doesn't mean I like pirate music. (laughs) And then they had some like weird foreign name and he kept trying to tell Google to look them up. But obviously Google is not going to know how to spell whatever foreign name band that he comes up with. So his (laughs) idea of, of fixing this issue is to sit the phone on my desk right next to me and then continue to try to tell Google the name as though they're going to figure it out. <laughs> so I, nicest guy in the world, but I'm just sitting here at my desk like I, I want to kill him. I want to kill him.
0: <laughs> yeah, do you remember Chirp?
1: That sounds really. Is that I, like the 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 walkie-talkie thing? I
0: want to. Yeah, I want to say it was Boost Mobile that had it. And it, yeah. it, it was like it was like their big thing to try to get everybody to boost mobile was was they had like the chirp thing, which it was like you turn your phone into a walkie-talkie, basically. And I'm and like that's... now you don't have to use minutes, yeah, because you
1: can just be a walkie-talkie. I was like, well, then why have the phone? And yeah, it's just a walkie-talkie. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh man! Well, before we get to the news, I want to shout out real quick. Somebody's been on the podcast quite a few times. Carter Doherty, uh had a big week this past week. He uh, won the funniest person Cincinnati contest, and then he uh, opened for Big J Okerson at the uh, Liberty Funny Bone. That was like his first time at the smoked Funny a Bone. A bunch of weed, with so, him, from what I was told. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> he said Big J made it hard on him because <laughs> he smoked a lot of weed. Can you um, help it though? Like who? Who
1: wouldn't? Who wouldn't?
0: Oh, dude, I would for sure. For thousand sure. percent. But yeah, it said he did really good and uh I think he asked him to do another show with him or something. So that's cool. sweet.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think he said something about doing Columbus.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um but yeah, man, we got a lot of news to get to, so Fuck um, yeah we do. We haven't been we haven't talked on a podcast in fucking two weeks. Um Isn't that weird? Yeah. Let me see what I wanna go with first. Um well oh, this one's not all the way rewound, so Let's go all the way back to the beginning Yeah, we'll talk about uh, First, let's do the fucking stupid one That's uh, Victor Orban uh, Who's the dictator of Hungary um, This is about him This is from MSNBC News um, I'm playing this because he was recently asked to uh, speak at CPAC <laughs>
2: If you know one thing about Hungary's far-right leader, Prime Minister Viktor Orban, and what he stands for, it's probably the idea of white replacement, that white European Christians are in danger of being replaced in their home countries by migrants from non-white, non-Christian countries. It's the kind of anti-Semitic and Islamophobic stuff Orban has been demagoguing about for years. But this past weekend, something about how he talked about it seemed to cross a new line for some. In a speech to Hungarian expats in Romania, Orban said that while it is okay for Europeans to mix with each other, it's not okay for them to mix with non-Europeans. According to an English translation of his speech, Hungarians are, quote, willing to mix with one another, meaning other Europeans, but we do not want to become peoples of mixed race. After he said that, one of the members of his own inner circle, someone who supported him for 20 years, had had enough. This longtime adviser published her resignation letter in a Hungarian news outlet yesterday. This is part of it translated into English. Quote, I don't know how you didn't notice that you were presenting a pure Nazi text worthy of Goebbels. So Viktor Orban has gone too far for one of his own top advisers. But you know who doesn't think he's gone too far? The conservative base of the Republican Party, because Orban is still scheduled to speak next week at CPAC in Dallas, Texas. And you can.
0: Yeah, this was from last week. Um, so he did speak at CPAC um, over the weekend, and it wasn't any better than that. Um- Dude, it's
1: it's getting harder to make topical jokes anymore because all the wild exaggerations that you want to make are happening. Like yeah. watching like Nazis clash with people in Virginia, I'm like Trump's probably going to side with the Nazis. Yeah, and he did. And now you see this guy up there, and you're like, "Yeah, Yo, I bet I bet the I bet the Republicans are going to love this one. They'll probably invite him to come give a speech."
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, and there we are. He uh, he talked about uh, one of the quotes from the speech was uh, he said, uh, "What was it?" He said, "We need." we need less, I think he said we need less, uh, we need less drag queens more rangers like speaking Why can't we have both? Like speaking up. like he's trying to, he did like a thing where he was like trying to play to the Dallas people about Walker Texas Ranger (laughs) and it was fucking hilarious (laughs) because it's like, dude, that show hasn't been on in 20 years and actually they
1: did a reboot with the dude from supernatural we were Haley and i were just watching it the other day oh it's, really it's, it's trash <laughs>
0: dude there's nobody
1: in there nobody on the show has a southern accent not one person even sounds like they're from
0: texas that's crazy i mean the
1: dude had like the one character had like the nicest haircut i've ever seen and he was wearing like this like Goofy ass little like denim jacket that looked really small on him. And I was like, What? This is not Walker, your Texas Ranger.
0: Yeah. For nobody to to do the accent is ridiculous. Like
1: I was like yeah, I was like, nobody, not one person. I get not everybody yeah. in Texas sounds like that, but
0: you can a have lot one of them you can have one person not do the accent and then it's just the departed um or but <laughs> shitty supernatural <laughs> without the
1: supernatural stuff. That's basically yeah, what it was. Yeah. It was like supernaturals acting is what we were watching, and which is not <laughs> a thing you want to hang your hat on.
0: Yeah, but uh, Trump did a two-hour speech at CPAC. Oh, God. Only two? Dude, it, it, it was. They played, like, some of the highlights on Pod Save America, and it was fucking oh, ridiculous. Damn, I didn't even listen it, today. It is, do, you
1: think, uh, do you think Trump <laughs> would run the lights
0: is, a lot? Oh, yeah, dude. He was I probably, thought he would run it all the time. He was probably only supposed to do, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> two hours he's fucking carlos Mencia. in them they're just it. waving
1: the light in the background yeah. trying to get him down
0: <laughs> he's the fucking carlos Mencia of politics oh my god him, dude <laughs>
1: i'm curious i'm curious uh what hungary's dictator is gonna get stirred up on the far right here
0: dude i mean
1: we're, we're we are at the edge of of the far right saying that white is only right
0: and this <laughs> yeah. guy's
1: gonna come and just He's going to just push it over the edge, man. He's going to be the, the straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah. Turn this whole thing into like a race war or some shit. It's
0: insane, man. And uh, nuts.
1: Absolutely nuts.
0: <laughs> and then the morning after uh, Trump, Trump uh, gave a two hour speech at CPAC, uh, this happened.
3: Right now at nine, breaking news the FBI has executed a search of former President Trump's Mar a Lago home in Palm Beach, Florida.
1: The investigation tied to materials Trump allegedly took from Washington, D.C.,
4: after his presidency concluded.
3: Natalie Bomke, live with what the former president is saying about it tonight. Natalie. The former president was in New York when this all unfolded. Early this morning, he was spotted leaving Trump Tower after the raid. He released a statement saying that his Palm Beach home was, quote, under siege, raided and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. He did not detail why the raid might have taken place, only Carl calling it an act of, quote, political persecution and an attack by radical left Democrats who don't want him to run in 2024. Take a look at these photos that appear to show FBI agents at the gates of Mar-a-Lago. Sources telling Fox News tonight those agents were looking for classified material taking 15 boxes. This happening after the matter was referred to the Justice Department by the National Archives and Records Administration.
5: To have 30 FBI agents, actually more than that, descend on Mar-a Lago, give absolutely, you know, no notice, go through the gate, start ransacking an office, ransacking a closet. You know, they broke into a safe. He didn't even have anything in the safe. I mean, give me a break. And, And this is coming from what? The National Archives?
3: The New York Times is reporting this is not connected to the investigation of the Trump administration's attempt to undo the results of the 2020 election or the January 6th Capitol riot. We'll have more on this coming up for you at 930. Corey and Dawn.
0: Dude, so they're like, this is, they're basically like, this is a witch hunt. <laughs> you know, again, like, like all this shit. And it's like. No, dude, they took 15 boxes, dude. Like It's like not you...
1: even that bad. I mean, that sounds like not that many, to be real with you. No, I but like
0: know. you're not allowed to take classified documents out of the White House, and he took them home to Florida. Like, what are you... Rules
1: is rules, dude. Yeah, you're dude. You're gonna and come it... get them back.
0: This is the fucking guy who, who wanted Hillary Clinton to be put into prison for deleting classified emails. It's like... This is way worse. This is just the fucking. She didn't even
1: have. She not even have the physical copies.
0: Yeah, this is the fucking analog version of that. Like it's, you know, yeah. like it's fucking. It's it's ridiculous, dude. There.
1: I love that guy's reaction. He's like, the safe was empty. There wasn't even anything in the safe. I'm like, how were they gonna know that until they opened the safe?
0: <laughs> yeah, Trump staff. That's a little unreasonable
1: to to assume that they knew that.
0: <laughs> yeah, Trump. It's the uh, new Maggie Haberman thing came out um it was uh trump would uh try to flush flush documents down his presidential toilet um which
1: is hilarious it makes me wonder if that's the first time the presidential toilet's been used to flush documents
0: yeah dude there's uh there's pictures i guess of it. oh
1: that's even bad i didn't know that
0: yeah dude there's uh <laughs> there's one right 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 here, it's on uh, it's on CNN dot com. Um, yeah, they they took pictures. There's a there's a picture of a ripped document attempted to be flushed, and it has like and and you can it has like a name on it that like I forget what the name was.
1: Oh yeah, here, holy shit! But handwritten. It had,
0: yeah, dude. I can't zoom in far
1: enough on my phone to be able to see what the name <laughs> is, but either way, that's...
0: Yeah, dude, it's straight up that they're... He was trying to flush documents down the toilet. Uh, they have
1: shredders. Like, you can just shred shit.
0: Oh, like, one, of them, one of them One is Stefanik. I know that name from something. I just don't remember where. Um, and one of, them, one of them says Rogers. And it's, it's just like, what a fucking moron. Like, you're trying to flush documents down the toilet
1: i get as a president you're probably gonna have to do shady shit from time to time but i think you're also required to be good at it
0: yeah yeah yeah. and if it's in the interest of the country it's never gonna get out
1: exactly <laughs> dude, like that we're good at it it won't yeah. get out but yeah. he's just so miserably bad at
0: it <laughs> yeah dude i'm it's...
1: watching it what really caught me was uh was he was saying, like, oh Mar a Largo it's it's under siege. I'm like, what if what if he'd have been on the receiving end of the uh, insurrection? Right. How would he describe that then? Would that just be apocalypse levels of uh of chaos? I'm curious.
0: Yeah. Flushing flushing documents down the toilet is almost as bad as like the fucking Mac and always Sunny, like eating the papers yes like you know yeah. i mean that
1: would like, be better I, if he, if you just like came out and they were like uh mr president you've got some five star on your on your lip they'd be like oh, oh sorry <laughs> right. that would be better i'd be like at least he got rid of them uh, at least we have no idea what they say
0: <laughs> we got one more of the crazy right wing this is from uh good morning america this is about alex jones now to the 45 million dollars in punitive damages a jury says conspiracy theorist
2: alex jones needs to pay the parents of a child who died in the sandy hook massacre abc's m Wynn is in washington with the story m good morning
4: Good morning, Wit. This marks the first time the Firebrand host has been found financially responsible for spreading lies about the country's deadliest school shooting. This morning, conspiracy theorist Alex Jones paying for his lies. Members of the jury, have you reached a verdict? A Texas jury ordered the InfoWars founder to pay $45.2 million to the family of Jesse Lewis, one of the 21st graders and six staff gunned down at Sandy Hook Elementary, a massacre Jones repeatedly had called a hoax. It comes a day after the jury awarded $4.1 million to Jesse's parents, for mental anguish, bringing the total damages to 49.3 million. You don't understand, and I don't think you will understand, unless there's some form of punishment that is significant that would make you understand that this is real. For years, Jones claimed the deadliest school shooting in U.S. history was staged by the government to crack down on guns, even calling the victim's parents crisis actors. Jesse's parents testifying how Jones's lies have made a devastating situation worse. Years of harassment, violence, and death threats. The living
1: hell that I and others have had to endure because of the negligence and
0: the recklessness of Alex Jones.
4: On the stand, Jones finally admitting he was wrong.
0: Especially since I met the parents and It's it's, it's 100% real.
4: Jones's company has filed for bankruptcy, and he claims he has lost nearly everything. But the judge called that a lie as well. This is not your show. An expert for the family testifying, Jones is worth up to $270 million, alleging he may have hid tens of millions of dollars since he was found liable of defamation. More Sandy Hook families are seeking to hold Jones accountable for the lies he has told about the 2012 school massacre. A hearing is set for this upcoming Wednesday. Guys. And
6: those families have already been.
0: So um, what I heard is that he's only going to have to pay $5 million of that because Texas has a cap for civil suits of $5 million. Um, yeah. But the lawsuit that's happening Wednesday is in Connecticut. And they do not have a cap, and it is multiple families, and Connecticut is where it happened. So That's what I
1: assumed. I assumed this was going to open the door in the floodgates of every person that was involved in that yeah. having to now sue Alex Jones, I'm, which, good for them, go get that money. Yeah,
0: dude, I hope they take him for every fucking penny <laughs> that yeah. he has, dude. Like I thought
1: that was insane, though, because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the judge does not pick the punitive damages. I'm pretty sure no, the, a jury yeah, the jury. Normally, am I right?
0: yeah the jury does, yeah
1: so like that's pretty insane. The judge decided four point whatever million, and then the jury boosted that more than tenfold
0: no the jury that's... the jury decided both um the first... oh, they- decide,
1: i thought the judge decide, decides the first amount no the wrong?
0: first amount was the first amount was for um for like mental anguish or whatever and Oh, then the, okay and yeah, then, yeah yeah, and then the second day was for punitive damage, which is basically like any any costs that they've had to pay because which i'm sure isn't
1: exactly 46 million dollars but i'm sure on the other hand alex jones got all kinds of weird fucking people badgering these this this family over their quote-unquote crisis acting
0: yeah dude he's tortured. i think he deserves everything he gets man yeah he's tortured them for a decade dude it's it's he's
1: Imagine having to lose a child and then have all these people telling you you didn't lose your child and all sorts of fucking nonsense on top of everything you've already just had to deal with.
0: Yeah, he's basically made it to where these people can't grieve. Instead, they're like, they've had shit thrown through their windows at their house, like all kinds of fucking crazy shit. Um, Yeah. And then and then, like, after that ruling, he, like, went on his radio show and started lying again, like immediately. Yeah. I, I knew
1: this wasn't going to be the end of it. I'm just yeah. hoping this opens up the floodgates of people suing him for the nonsense he makes up.
0: Yeah, I just I hope he I gets don't think so, that's ever going to stop. Him. I, there's
1: I, just too many fucking there's too many people that will just listen to anything the guy's got to say and not think about it.
0: I mean, it might make him so broke to where he can't afford to do his radio show anymore, but I,
1: don't I think it'll know. make him desperate. But if anything, he's going to get to a point where he's got nothing left to take. And he's just going to say, well, now I can say whatever I want because yeah. no one's going to take anything from me.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's a that's, lunatic. That's what people do like that.
0: Pretty fucking. Did you hear uh, the big thing in the trial for like <laughs> like what happened with the Discovery shit?
1: No, I know that that lady wasn't much of a speech maker. The mom, she's kind of botching
0: no, dude, the so... gravity
1: of the situation, but still.
0: So... Alex Jones said in the desp- in the in the deposition, which is under oath, that he didn't have any text messages um, about Sandy Hook, and so he couldn't turn any over because he didn't have any, and uh, and then his lawyers accidentally sent the entire contents of his cell phone to the other to the uh, plaintiffs' lawyers. Which and, I am sure there
1: is a gold mine in there.
0: And, well, dude, they found like two hundred text messages about Sandy Hook. So he fucking perjured himself. Yeah, the even better. And yeah, dude. So he might be going to jail for this shit too. Like they might bring yeah, him up on perjury. Bit. They might bring him up on perjury charges too. Like but dude, those <laughs> lawyers are like the worst. they're worse than Amber Heard's lawyers, dude. Like they're so bad. The one, Absolutely amazing. The one flick flipped off the uh the plaintiff's lawyers and after the after the ruling was done he threw him the bird what
1: i didn't yeah. know that in the courtroom i yeah. gotta see this shit man yeah, i never look up this
0: video yeah dude uh <laughs> it was pretty funny <laughs> but yeah i'm glad he's uh getting what's coming to him um it's not gonna stop him though he's, no. he's
1: gonna continue doing this nonsense people seem to love this crazy conspiracy bullshit
0: yeah but we'll we'll move on to uh, the reason why I was pissed that we already had a podcast recorded for last week because I really wanted to talk about this. Um, this is from NBC News uh, from uh, Sunday.
6: It's been a long time in coming. An evening of celebration for Democrats.. Yeah. The Passing their signature health care economic and climate bill after an all-night marathon of procedural votes that stretched well into Sunday afternoon.
5: And vote after vote after vote. Uh, We have done this with no sleep.
6: Vice President Kamala Harris breaking a tie on the bill that boasts more than $300 billion in climate funding.
4: The boldest clean energy package in American history.
6: Also allowing Medicare to directly negotiate with drug companies, which can lower the cost of prescription drugs for seniors. And raising the corporate minimum tax to 15%. companies worth over $1 billion. All Democrats voting for it, even if they wished it did more.
1: The bottom line is this legislation is a baby step forward. It doesn't go as far as it should.
6: President Biden finally leaving isolation today after his second negative COVID test, applauding the bill as an example of what he ran for president to do, make government work for working families again. The linchpin senators at the center of these talks, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema, celebrating the win and earning praise for their work.
4: A caucus running from Bernie Sanders to Joe Manchin. Wow. Um, And I give such credit to my caucus.
6: Republicans, meanwhile, unified in opposition, warning about spending against the current economic backdrop.
3: Joe Biden's pushed us, and these plans are pushing us into
6: a recession. Also cutting a provision that would have capped insulin prices for Americans not on Medicare. Life-saving medicines don't do any good if people can't afford them. Still, Democrats energized by the victory. What does this mean for the We'll say, regardless of an election,
5: that the American people are being being seen and they're being heard.
6: Now, House Democrats on deck set to return from their August recess Friday to pass the bill before sending it to President Biden's desk.
0: And Ali joins me from Capitol. So um, the one thing they mentioned there that they didn't really explain was that um, when when they have a bill through reconciliation like this, if they have something that the Senate parliamentarian says doesn't qualify under, under reconciliation then they can still put it in the bill, but that specific part of the bill has to get 60 votes. So anything anything involving Medicare uh, was qualified under reconciliation, but private insurance was not. So one of the things that they put in the bill anyways, even though it didn't qualify for reconciliation, was a $35 cap on insulin. And, oh, nice. and it got voted down because 43 Republicans voted no for, for this. seven Republicans voted yes. But 43 Republicans voted no to capping insulin at $35 per dose. Like, if that's not one, dude, they are giving. The Republicans were in such a good position to win the midterms. And they're just handing it to Democrats like it is like, I mean, this thing they can say, well, Republicans voted against putting a cap on insulin. Uh, Republicans voted against uh, codifying gay marriage. Republicans, Republicans voted against uh, they ended up voting for it, but they delayed the bill to give health care to veterans who were. Exposed the toxic burn pits like because they were yeah. pissed off at the Democrats. Um,
1: and the, this was the bill that uh, Joe Manchin flip flopped on. Right. To yeah. Kind of juke out the the Republican Party.
0: Yeah. So basically what happened was they uh, Mitch McConnell said that he wouldn't vote for the Chips Act, which was to make more microchips in the United States instead of China, which everyone wanted. He said A percent. That, Yeah, he said that he wouldn't let his caucus vote for the Chips Act if the Democrats passed anything on climate change. So they had to satisfy satisfy Mitch McConnell into thinking that they weren't going to pass anything on climate change. And then they did, and Mitch McConnell allowed his caucus to vote for the CHIPS Act. And once it was passed, an hour later they announced the climate change and reconciliation bill. Uh, so, and brilliantly, like instead of build back better, which nobody fucking knows what the fuck that means, no, they called it the fucking, they called it the Inflation Reduction Act, which is fucking brilliant. I mean, yeah, it's, it's,
1: I'm sorry, build back better was not a yeah. great slogan.
0: Yeah, it was no, not. No, and, and the big thing is, is that like Republicans are trying to say that this is going to put us into a recession. Because it's more spending, but it's actually not spending because it pays for itself because of the tax yeah. provisions that they put in. They put a 15, uh, 15% minimum tax on, on corporations. So, like, Amazon, Netflix, like, all those companies that were paying zero tax all have to pay 15% tax on their profits now. I mean, it's... Good. So, yeah. So, the bill pays for itself. I think it actually... I think they said it actually reduces the deficit by like a hundred and something billion. So that's
1: absolutely impressive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great fucking bill. It's not everything. It's not everything they wanted to pass, but it's all they could get passed. And that's a
1: step in the right direction. And it's more than I thought they'd be able to do.
0: Yeah, dude. That's what people need to understand. It's like you can't when you only give Democrats 50 senators, you can't expect to get everything. Like, no, you, you, we have to get more numbers in the Senate. And I think, I think they're allowing that to happen, dude. Like, like in Georgia, Raphael Warnock is extremely popular and, and Herschel Walker is, they're not Herschel Walker. Who the fuck is it running for, running for Senate in Georgia, the football player? Um, is it Herschel Walker?
1: You might be right.
0: It might be Herschel Walker. Um. Yeah, Herschel Walker is a fucking idiot. Like he he just is. He's he's yeah. a, he's a fucking idiot and and he's and he's uh running for Senate. He's having all this shit about um all this shit's getting rehashed about how he threatened to blow his wife's brains out and shit. <laughs> Which um, I
1: mean that should probably disqualify you from holding any type of office, but hey, yeah. that's just me. That's you know.
0: Yeah, and then Trump fucking like propelled dr oz into winning the republican primary in pennsylvania i didn't even
1: know that holy shit dr oz is out here going for going for office this is hilarious
0: yeah, dude, he is Doctor Oz is the Senate candidate for Pennsylvania for the Republican. That is
1: so funny. That is absolutely hilarious to me. Yeah,
0: and the Democrat, the Democrat running for Senate in Pennsylvania is like a badass. Um, he looks like he's he looks like a he looks like he would be a Republican. Like he's, uh, he looks like he would be a Republican uh, running for Senate. But he's a Democrat. And uh, Fetterman is his name. He... I mean, dude, he's just like... He's got like the... Uh, I don't know, kind of grizzled, like, Chuck Liddell kind of, kind of look going to him. <laughs> uh, he's always wearing a hoodie and jeans. Uh, like, he's he's just... He's the type of candidate that can win in Pennsylvania. And then in Ohio, we have... We have uh, uh, my fucking congressman that I should know, uh, Tim Ryan. I'm blanking out on everything. Uh, Tim Ryan running against J.D. Vance, who everybody knows is a fake Trump Trump Republican. He was an anti-Trump candidate.
1: I'm the Trump back proud red blooded American. That's that
0: yeah. guy. That's, yeah, dude. His
1: commercials are the most nonsensical bullshit.
0: Yeah, he was the guy who wrote. Uh, he was the guy who wrote that book, uh, "Hillbilly Elegy."
1: He was the uh, he was the guy talking about uh, immigration reform in Ohio, right?
0: Um, I don't know. He probably could have probably. sworn I, I saw
1: him in some interview talking about how immigration reform is really important, and that's what's going to help win him this this seat. And I wanted to be like, dude, have you not seen a fucking map?
0: <laughs> that was probably him. Um, who's he immigrant? He's
1: trying to stop the Canadians.
0: He also wants to outlaw pornography. So yeah, yeah,
1: okay. That I remember that too. That he's <laughs> yeah. such a weird fucking guy. Yeah, dude. I'm over here looking at this John Fetterman dude, and he straight up looks like Lurch, man. Like, yeah, he's kind of scary looking.
0: Yeah, dude. <laughs> and that's who's gonna win in Pennsylvania, dude. I would say um, so. I
1: think he can take Oz.
0: Uh, we'll, we'll move on from politics. We have one non-political story. And, uh, it's a sad day, sad day for comedians everywhere, Kanye and, or, uh, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian have broken up, um, but this is from Entertainment Tonight about Pete Davidson seeking trauma therapy.
2: God, save me from that crash, just so I could beat Pete Davidson's so. <laughs>
5: Kanye West is never shy about his feelings, especially when it comes to his estranged wife, Kim Kardashian's former beau, Pete Davidson. And in the wake of Keith's split, a source tells ET Pete's been in therapy for years, but now he's taking it a step further. Pete is seeking, quote, trauma therapy help in large part due to Kanye's constant threats and public attacks.
2: Fair it is, fair it was, don't interrupt. Just because it's no love, show the shrug.
5: That violent music video, it's Kanye's track with the game called Easy. And when it first dropped in March, Pete reportedly reached out to Ye to settle the beef. Since deleted screenshots of the alleged combo between the two circulate.
0: <laughs> Dude, I gotta pause this for a minute because this fucking. The, these text messages. <laughs> I, I know we. I think we talked about it before, but. Whenever that video came out, Pete Davidson <laughs> sent him a text message that said, "Yo, it's skeet. Can you please take a, Can you please take a second and calm down? It's 8 a.m. It and it don't got to be like this. Kim is literally the best mother I've ever met. What she does for those kids is amazing, and you're so lucky that she's your kids' mom. I've decided I'm not gonna let you treat us this way anymore." And I'm done being quiet. Grow the fuck up. And he's and Kanye replied, "Oh, you using profanity right now? Where are you?" And then Pete Davidson replied, "In bed with your wife and sent him a selfie." <laughs> 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 oh man this shit got serious dude
1: (laughs) well that's because kanye is a fucking
0: lunatic yeah i I hate that that.
1: i've always hated kanye i've always thought he wasn't as good (laughs) as everybody makes him out to be
0: i mean his first three albums were pretty genius but but uh, i don't know i didn't i didn't really
1: didn't really partake
0: (laughs) but uh yeah his his newer shit sucks um but yeah, dude, it, it's a sad day for comedians, <laughs> I it's, think, although Pete Davidson will probably be dating like Natalie Portman next week or something. I was just going to say, he's going
1: <laughs> to fight another relationship to ruin. What if he ends up with Amber Heard? He's getting these text messages from Johnny Depp.
0: Dude, I like how they're like, the later on in that story, They're like uh, they're like, Pete Davidson's Pete Davidson's shooting his new movie in Australia right now, and I'm like, he's probably smashing so much in Australia. <laughs> oh, yes, he one is. That's why he didn't give a fuck. hes I'm pretty sure he's down there with Shane Gillis. Like, that's, there's isn't probably a, probably isn't that where audience.
1: Iggy Azalea's from?
0: I think so. That would be crazy. So he might
1: be down there with her by now. I have no idea.
0: That would be crazy. Knowing him, it could, could happen. He could probably rap better than her, too who can't (laughs) oh man it's just nuts that like a comedian was like in the fucking in the fucking like biggest spotlight you could possibly be in because it's weird to think that like
1: pete davidson was that close to the oj case like even though it was later on down the years it's just like wow you were like with that family and shit and like you knew you've talked to people that were there So curious about it. So curious about it.
0: Yeah, dude. That and uh, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's weird. It's weird that uh, whenever whenever he like they break they break up and then next year sometime. I don't know. I don't watch the show, but at some point it's going to be on TV and people are going to be like reliving their relationship like six months (laughs) to a year after it happened. That's got to. It's almost
1: it's my least favorite part of all of this is the Kardashians get to keep up with this nonsense.
0: <laughs> pisses
1: yeah. me off so fucking bad. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> for our comedian today, since you picked it last time, I, uh, I picked somebody that, um, has become one of my favorite comics in like the last month. Um, she, I've seen her hilarities twice in the past month. Um, This is from Don't Tell Comedy. This is uh, Jordan Jensen.
5: Remember when Johnson & Johnson was deemed the, like, Slytherin of the vaccines? (laughs) Remember that? Because eight people got blood clots. Meanwhile, every woman on birth control is like, Yeah, it gives me heart palpitations, sure. (laughs) But Brian says condoms make him cheat, so fuck it. Okay. (laughs) an impression of my whore sister. That's who that is. <laughs> she is a whore. You don't know her. I'll tell you. Speaking of abortions, she called me and she was like, Jordan, I'm pregnant. And I was like, don't worry about it, babe. I'll come upstate. We'll open a bottle of wine. Have an abortion party, as per you. Right? <laughs> and she goes, I'm keeping it. And I, dude, the first words out of my mouth. I was like, in a jar or what?
1: <laughs> I was like, they don't let
5: you do that. There's no way. <laughs> I had a guy come inside me recently. That was scary. Have you guys had this happen? No? <laughs> this fucking idiot. I'm fucking, I'm 31 years old. When somebody gets close, I'm like a trained house cat. I roll over, I show my belly. I'm like right there. That's where that goes. This <laughs> guy uh, came inside me and I was like, yo, what happened? And he goes, I don't know. I guess he got too excited. I was like, please don't talk about this like your kid threw up in my Honda Civic, you piece of shit. <laughs> I'm done with sex though. So I'm off sex for now. I just went through a breakup. Anybody else? No, me neither. <laughs> no, I'm doing okay. I'm alright. I put a sweet potato in the oven last night for like eight minutes or so until it was lukewarm, and then I took it out and I held on to it until I fell asleep. So <laughs> we're doing good. <laughs> Dude, I go through so many breakups. My life is, like, organized by, like, epochs of men. It's, like, biblical at this point. It's, like, Matthew 2013. (laughs) Thou shall not lay with a man who yells, let's go when he comes. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I gotta chill. You know what's fun? You know how when somebody dumps you, all your buddies start coming in with mental diagnosis of the person. You know what I mean? All my friends are like, he's a narcissist with Asperger's. I'm like, what does that say about me, dude? What do you think? I'm just hanging outside of special needs courses, luring these guys in, dangling Nintendo Switches in front of my pussy? Fuck you.
0: Dude, I fucking love her, man. She is the best.
1: Oh, I was very, very good energy, kept the, the joking pretty diverse all over the place. it so yeah. was fun.
0: Yeah, dude. She uh she actually reminds me, like her style her style kind of reminds me of Ian Finance a little bit, which is weird because that's who she featured for when she came to Hilarities. Um and then she headlined the next week. But yeah, like like just a lot of energy, like I love like the She talks like she's one of the guys a little bit, you know, like, yeah,
1: kind of gives me Sarah Silverman vibes. Yeah, a little little bit. bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think she's she's not like as she's not like as vulgar as Sarah Silverman. But but uh, but she goes there a little (laughs) bit. She goes there a little bit. Uh, She has a joke about uh, she has a joke about a new sex toy. That's like, uh, I don't, I don't know what the fuck it's called, but it's got some kind of like suction thing on it where it like, where it like sucks the clit and okay. she talks about how like you can't go back to a dude after that. And she's like, she's like, no, you don't have the right attachments, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit. Like, it's so fucking good, dude. Her, her, uh, uh, um, my friend Megan told me she went to go see her on that Friday night. And she was like, she, I think she's my favorite, one of my favorite comedians now. And I saw her feature and I was like, yeah, she's pretty good. And then I saw her headline the next week and I was like, all right, she's fucking awesome. And then she did the secret show um, at uh, the Barrel Room. Oh, okay. And I felt so bad for the guy who had to follow her dude, because she fucking murdered i'm like it was it was that it's one person you don't want to follow man that's for sure
1: especially if those are the types of jokes that are hidden because i i don't have any sex toy jokes i'm i'm out
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't yeah. know what i'm gonna do yeah um but like it's i don't know i just i i love it i love discovering new comedians and that's one thing i love about uh what hilarities is doing with the cabaret room right now is is they're bringing in a lot of the, like, comedy store people and comedy seller people that people don't know yet to yeah. he- to headline the cabaret room, and it's been fucking awesome. Like, uh, Munro Martin was in the cabaret room. He was great. Like, I- I've seen so many comedians in that in that room now that I haven't seen, even in the main room lately, like, some of the features that the people have been bringing. Um, I mean, we saw Gary Veter, I-, I knew who he was, but I've never seen him live um and then uh last week i think it was last week uh steve i can't remember how to say his last name renna or whatever dude the dude from the league oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah uh he brought rick glassman with him which uh i had heard the name before and i was like i think he was on marin so i went back and listened to his episode of marin and uh he has a podcast called Take Your Shoes Off, and I've never watched it, but I guess he, like, has an animator friend in England that, like, animates, like, goblin dicks and vaginas and stuff and, like, puts them on <laughs> people's faces during the during the interview and, and does, like, bits with them and shit. Just the weirdest <laughs> dude. And I went with Bob to see Steve. At We saw Jordan first on the early show. And then we went across to the main room to see Steve and Rick Glassman featuring for him. And uh, Logan Rishaw texted me. We were texting earlier in the day. And he's like, dude, you're going to love Rick Glassman. He is so bizarre and <laughs> whatever. And, <laughs> and so he starts doing this bit about how it's how it's hard, how it's very vulnerable to sing in front of people. And then he gets like the whole room to stand up. And he starts, like, he keeps trying to sing the national anthem, but he'll get, he'll get, like, one note out and be like, no, 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 that's not it. That's not it. So, like, <laughs> it was fucking, lo- we were dying laughing, dude. It was so great. And Steve easy I, th- I think is how you say his name. Uh, Good enough. He fucking murdered, dude. And I I never even thought to watch his stand-up. Like, I, I love the league, but I didn't even know he was a stand-up.
1: A lot of times you don't in those yeah. situations.
0: Yeah, but apparently he's been around for a while. Jimmy said he used to listen to some of his albums and shit. Um, wow, yeah, All right. But but yeah, dude, it's been been a great couple months there, man. I'm I'm loving hanging out there more and shit. Um, but uh, I don't think I don't think Pete'll listen to this podcast. I don't think he'll care that much. But um, Damn, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I went up to uh, Funny Stop Friday. It was uh, Mike Conley's 61st birthday.
1: Yeah, I just saw he got COVID.
0: Oh, <laughs> he got COVID. Yep. Oh, shit. Sad that, to hear. That sucks. It must have happened over the weekend. Yeah. A little, little sketchy, right? A little sketchy. Yeah, I don't know. If I want to go to, Phoenix, to <laughs> You're right, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. It was fun, though. Uh, uh, Bill Bendon came up. I haven't seen him in a while. He's Not always, me either. He's, he's really funny he's always fun to talk to and uh michael Gersh,
1: oh I love Mike Gersh, I saw <laughs> yeah, in the in yeah. the picture he was wearing his kiss t shirt
0: yeah, yeah yeah he's a he's,
1: huge kiss guy.
0: he's cool. I showed him the uh pictures of I don't know if I told you about that the uh this girl popped up on my hinge and she was like a twenty three year old goth chick, and she was okay. wearing and she was wearing Tim Folger's merch.
1: Are you and serious? I, yeah,
0: the Tommy metal finger shirt. Yeah. Oh
1: my god! What are you talking yeah. about? That's amazing. Yeah, I
0: sent it to Tim. I sent a screenshot of it to Tim. <laughs> I, I like,
1: thought he was pumped, or is yeah. he? Is he like, what are you talking to my granddaughter for, <laughs> or something
0: like that? <laughs> no, he said she. He said she got fingered. I was like, I was like, that's all right. <laughs> Not all right. yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, well, do you have anything to promote coming up, man?
1: I am hosting the uh the Friday show for Six City Comedy Festival I'll be at uh Lakewood Village Tavern so we'll see if I can wrangle in an LVT crowd during a Browns preseason game
0: a Friday show at LVT that's going to be interesting it's yeah it's a choice of words yeah <laughs> <laughs> dude I'm so I'm so like I don't know what I'm going to do Friday because I really want to go see I really want to go see JC perform cuz She's in town, but yep. I also really want to go see Christina P. <laughs> at Hilarity's. Like I, I don't know,
1: I uh, I, w- I wouldn't mind watching the game. That'd be cool. Yeah, Man, <laughs> I fuck really the, wanted to fuck see the, that.
0: Fuck the preseason. Dude. <laughs> I hate that I have to. Pay how else am I going to see
1: Deshaun play? That's the only time true. I'm going to see him.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know how true it is. I saw somebody post that he got a year. Before we came um, on the Roger podcast. Roger Goodell
1: really wants him to get a year.
0: Yeah. Before we Cause... came on the podcast, I saw somebody, uh, I think it was Joe Varell posted that he somebody was reporting that he got a year.
1: Uh if he if he does, he'll appeal it, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um it's dude, so Jakeem Jakeem Grant towards Achilles yeah so did like they officially
1: a, come out and say it i yeah. know that it
0: was feared yeah it says that browns on uh pro football talk it says browns confirmed god so. damn
1: it we're down to amari and dpj i mean i know we got some <laughs> younger
0: guys but yeah dude but bell's like, out too the the rookie that we drafted he's out yeah too. but
1: he he didn't like tear his achilles or anything isn't even like a hamstring problem or something yeah like it's, it's, like it's like something
0: that? he'll be back yeah Yeah, so hopefully he steps up, and God
1: forbid any other wide receiver gets injured. We got like 30 of them, and three of them are
0: okay right now. NFL will be throwing the book at Deshaun Watson, it says. Yeah, but that's going to be
1: some nonsense. I think that shit's going to federal court, dude.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. All I know is I hope he fucking is uh, playing... I hope he's playing by the time the Bengals and the Buccaneers game comes around because I am trying to sell those tickets.
1: <laughs>
0: I posted them today because it said uh, those two games. It said the average ticket uh, price for my section was three hundred and thirty-five dollars, so I posted them for three hundred and thirty a piece. <laughs> And I'm like, you
1: generous well, man. <laughs>
0: no, dude, I'm, I'm sick of it, dude. I gotta fucking make my money back a little bit, man. I don't blame they you raised, it, dude. They raised ticket prices so much. Dude, my opening day tickets are 162 dollars a piece. Holy shit! Face value, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah, nuts. fuck that. And you can't even sell the fucking preseason tickets. It's like
1: not really. It's,
0: it's like like the uh, the first one. Uh, it said average ticket sales in my section are $50, which the face value is 83 And then the second home preseason game says it's $32, the average ticket sales. And again, 80, $80-something dollars for face value.
1: I think so, preseason might be fun to watch this season. I got to be honest.
0: Just play them the whole time? <laughs> yeah, what else is he gonna get you, reps? Play him off four quarters. <laughs> That'd be fucked up for the other team. Um, <laughs> Just
1: getting horribly blown out because all our starters
0: are out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I don't. Is that is that all you had to promote? I kind of interrupted you. I don't have. <laughs>
1: yeah, for the most part. And so all right. I don't know. I've got some other stuff a little farther off, but right now I think the only important thing I got coming up like this week is going to be. The Six City Comedy Festival. Cool. The rest is just venue searching, dude. Hopefully we get ourselves a, yeah. a situation.
0: Yeah. Um come the roast battle Saturday night, nine PM. Yep. Um that'll be fine at the Odeon. Um, you don't have
1: any dead relatives for Daniel Myers to try to summon
0: with a Ouija board, do you? No, I have i I'm so scared of what he's gonna do. Um <laughs> <laughs> he told me every time he sees me he gets nervous. I'm like, You're the one that does fucked up shit all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean I, I think it'll be fun either way. So. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, September 1st, we have the storytelling show at the Funny Stop. Uh, we're running it back because nobody came to the first one, so it'll be Josh Valtzko and Samantha Archul again, and, uh, because they're the only ones that, that, uh, I want on the show that live close enough to not care if it gets canceled, so... That's fair. Um, More than fair. And, uh... Uh, September twenty sixth, I think it is. I'm featuring for a charity show at the Funny Stop with Mike Conley headlining. Um, and uh, I think that's about it. Oh yeah, listen to the other podcast running down a bit. They're only half hour episodes. It doesn't take that long. Um, they're good, so good that Tim Wolf's girlfriend broke up with him because of a joke. Yeah, if anything, you should
1: you should premiere that episode. (laughs) Like I would advertise it. This is the episode that cost
0: it's already out it's it's been out
1: yeah but you need to like <laughs> share that specifically and be like hey this is the episode that cost him wolf a relationship <laughs>
0: yeah i'll ask and him that, if he cares that's what got our daniel
1: myers episode somebody fucking listens so yeah yeah you
0: gotta he uh we talked about it for like 15 minutes at, at the beginning of the one that came out yesterday so, <laughs> or or today yeah oh but, good all right man i'm gonna take off i might i might head out to burnt pickle and see what's going on I don't, I don't blame you i don't know i'm
1: gonna i'm gonna pony up all my uh my videos and clips and shit and get my tiktok going found out i got some tiktok followers from work and they really like my jokes but they're pissed i don't have more on there
0: yeah i want to i want to build up an arsenal <laughs> to just start yeah, and just release them like, up to yeah releasing you know, like three a day yeah exactly that's the goal but i doubt if the <laughs> I'm, i'll am
1: i be lucky with three a week yeah
0: yeah same it, it takes it takes a lot to edit fucking videos and shit dude like it's it's, it's not. so
1: fucking tedious it's easy to do but it's just so tedious
0: yeah. i just don't even fuck with the subtitles i just do the subtitles on instagram i think it's easy honestly man
1: when i was in my marketing school like there was this platform called hootsuite and that was really nice because you could manage all your social medias at once and run analytics on all of them individually like at a higher level than facebook already let you do but you could schedule posts at certain times that's and sweet. it would suggest the highest traffic times for you to post at. that's pretty so sweet. if you wanted to like post nine tiktoks in the next highest traffic levels for the next two weeks or something like that you could set it up to do that if you wanted to
0: that's pretty sweet oh yeah yeah well i'll uh i'll see you this weekend for sure i might see you before that i don't know but, yeah, more than
1: likely We'll see each other yeah. somewhere
0: <laughs> Alright, man. <laughs> man Later Brown Petri Dish Is created by John Brown and Brandon Petrie. Logo designed by Brian Gallagher Music by Jared Bailey Audio version of the podcast Is produced and edited by John Brown Video YouTube version Produced and edited by Harrison Poole.